Good evening, everyone. Um, welcome to Heavenly Places. I'm your your host, Jameer, here along with uh, Dorothy. Uh, thank you for everyone for tuning in this evening. Um, the past couple of times I had a, a guest speaker, um, and I'd like to thank both of them for uh, agreeing to do that. But this evening, I'm gonna just I just want to do a uh, teaching on heaven, something I've been studying. Um, for uh, actually for, for quite some time now, and though I, I like to talk about the uh, the politics, the prophecy, uh, the, the good things that are coming in our nation, and, and the wars, and Mark of the Beast, and all those types of things, but sometimes it's, it's, a, it's good to talk about uh, heaven because, of course, uh, we want to have our relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and our Father, so we can go there. But sometimes when you're in the midst of the battle um, and you're down here on the earth, you kind of forget, um, or sometimes you can forget, you know, the focus of it. You know, sometimes you can get so bogged down in what's going on. Or even even um, maybe confused or disheartened, you know, by everything that you're seeing. Uh Sometimes you have to refocus, you know, because we're not going to be here forever. Um, we're just here for this daytime and season. And after all, this this podcast is called uh, Heavenly Places. But I don't ever think I ever really talked actually about the heaven. Um, so I'm going to open up with prayer, and um, we can talk about heaven this evening. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, mercy, and salvation. We thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, down across for our sins, our iniquities, our transgressions, Father. Um, give us peace, comfort, and direction, Father, and bless all those who uh, may listen now um, or even later, Father. We thank you. Many blessings. Um, and all your promises in your word. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. One of the, the uh, there's so many scriptures uh, in the Bible about heaven, but one of them uh, that actually comes to mind is the Philippians 3.20, Philippians 3.20, and it says, But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await our Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. That is Philippians 3.20. And that kind of goes back to what I had uh, mentioned earlier. Hello? What I mentioned. I'm oh, sorry. I thought I shut down. My no, you're still there. Applicant. Okay, good. <laughs> that, goes, that goes to what I was uh, referring to earlier is uh, that a reminder that our that that is with our uh, where our our citizenship is our eternal place. You know, the earth is earth is a nice place. Um, it's better than the other alternative besides heaven. You know, um, hell, which there's a lot to say about that one too. Um, actually, the, the the scripture I can't remember the percentage, but Jesus actually percentages. As far as when you break down, he talks about this much about tithes and this much about salvation. Well, they said there's a lot of percentage where he actually talked about uh, 
Bell was about to hear that off. And many pulpits, uh, as much as it uh, has been, but I've heard that someone said it was a comeback. But this evening, we're talking about uh, heaven. And actually, it's uh, you talk about heaven, it could, it could actually mean three types of things. Um, so the word heaven in uh, the Hebrew is uh, Shemim, S-H-A-M-Y-I-M. And, of course, I'm not a Hebrew Jewish person, so I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it. I'm also not a Greek person, so <laughs> but it also, it also can be, uh, and the Greek is Oranus, O-U-R-A-N-O-S, O-U-R-A-N-O-S. Um, and basically what that is basically saying is that, it, that it, heaven is God's dwelling place. Um, his, his dwelling place. Uh, one of the scriptures, Psalms 103, verse 19, it says, The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. <laughs> um, and God's throne is, is actually also mentioned in uh, Ezekiel 28, verse 16. Um, that's a very familiar one where it's talking about uh, Satan wanting to be like the most high and coming up to the mountain. So heaven, basically, one of the meanings is uh, the dwelling place. Another thing that we hear uh, heaven referred to is as uh, something that we can look up to uh, when it's not cloudy. Today here is cloudy, but uh, heavens can also refer to uh, what seems like endless planets, stars, galaxies of the universe. You know, so they say we have a telescope, and I guess we can only see maybe like 10%. I can't remember what the percentage was. Maybe it's even less than that <laughs> because the telescope can only be pointed in certain directions at certain times, and it's only so far I can see. It's, uh, it's even stuff beyond the telescope that they can't even see, you know. So all of those like Neptune, Pluto, Mercury, and all these other planets, and they're trying to find a, a Earth was probably there for a fine one, but uh, that's also considered the scriptures called uh, a part of heaven. It says, well, when I look, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moons, the stars, which you have ordained, and that's coming from Psalm 8-3. That's Psalm 8-3. Uh, and also, when you're not looking that far, Another uh, thing of heaven is uh, the actual atmosphere. So, like, when we're looking at the clouds and those types of things, Genesis 1, verses 7 to 8, they talk about uh, that, too. So, this heaven, you heard people, this is Paul said he went up to the uh, third heaven. And then you heard people, when I have never been able to really find scriptures about it, they talk about seven, seven heavens. So I, I'm not really sure about that one. I don't, I don't, I don't think it is, but maybe it uh, possibly can be. Um, so those, when we talk about heaven, those are specific ones. But this evening, I kind of want to focus on the very first one that I mentioned, as far as uh, God's dwelling place. And uh, one thing that was interesting is uh Actually, it's so so many interesting things that I want to focus on. But uh, 
sometimes I see on YouTube, and actually I met I met a gentleman, and he came to speak at a church that I service, and he talked about uh, he had actually died for an hour and 45 minutes, which is documented, and he was on yeah. the, uh, yes. Hello? Um, there's some background noise in your transmission. Are you making noise? No, I'm, no, I'm not making any any noise. Uh, hold on for a second. Hold on. Hello. Do you still hear? Yes. Back? Uh, no, it seems to be going on. You know what? Just because it's raining here, that's probably what it is. Um, the rain. Oh. Uh, yes, raining. Uh, um, but uh, do you still hear it now, or is it still coming through? No, it seems to be. It, you seem to have muffled it, though. So. Okay, all right. I put it off with. Uh, I had it on a microphone that I had that I was carrying with me. But um, anyway, the gentleman name is uh, his name is Dean Braxton, and I got a chance to actually speak with him. But also, he he was preaching a minister and giving his testimony on uh heaven and he had actually died um for an hour and 45 minutes i believe he had died for an hour and 45 minutes and he said that while while his uh, wife was praying and the doctors were trying to figure out what to do with him and normally they only work on people's bodies for mm, 10 minutes you know, but the doctor actually worked on him for 30 minutes. And then he had, he had gave the report to his family that he was dead. But actually, he said that uh, he never really felt like he was dead. He actually said he went to uh, heaven. And I know a lot, some people or some believers believe that uh, when, you, when you die, that uh, you just go into some type of... Uh, soul sleep or, or soul rest resting where uh you're con I guess you're you're not conscious but you're just your body's in the ground but your spirit you don't know where where it is or what's going on. Almost kinda like before we were uh each of us, you know, were born. We don't really remember what happened before we were born. We don't remember like the uh World War One or uh any of that stuff, you know, we just remember, some of us can remember maybe when we were one or two years old, you know, uh, walking around, crawling around or those types of things. So that we remember the, our life as it is and then as we uh, go go through it or live through it. But uh, some people believe like, well, how it was before you, you was here, that's what happens after. But there's just so many testimonies I've seen online um about people who are who die when they leave their their body they actually go through a tunnel and go through a light and some people you know go to what I talked to earlier they they go to hell but this gentleman here and a lot of people also they say that they uh go to heaven and some people they go to both places like I believe Kenneth Hagin he went to to I know he went to hell and I think he also went to heaven um and the scripture actually says uh, to be absent from the body is uh, to be present 
with the Lord. And some some of the things that I, this, this uh, minister was saying was very interesting about heaven because, you know, people have so many different conceptions about what heaven is. Like some people say we're going to be, uh, or I, I don't heard people say we're going to be uh, on clouds playing guitars, <laughs> you know, or, or some type of harp. And then you have like these little images of these little, cherubim angels like these little keep it keep it angels and all those types of things that people have said and some of those some of the the uh things that people are saying is uh actually not biblical from the bible because we know angels are um at least the, all the ones from scripture um are not really like little baby type angels um some of them have uh they say they look like different animal figures, actually. But most of the angels are actually they kind of say they look like people, except some sometimes they're much uh, more muscular, taller, um, and just different. Just so many different the, the uh, descriptions of angels um, from people who say they died and went to heaven. But I don't say most of the angels are, are bigger than uh, than mankind. Um, and we also know that Hebrew says uh, to be careful <laughs> uh, with strangers because, you know, we could be uh, entertaining angels and not know it. So, of course, they can transform their form. And we know that also uh, from Genesis, it says that the son of God, sons of God came down with the daughter of man. So they was able to, I guess, they transformed, transformed in some way, shape, form, or fashion. As far as the details, I don't know. There's many uh, theories on that. But getting getting back to uh, heaven, um, I'm not sure if, if any of you guys who who listen, if, if you uh, ever seen a uh, a Disney movie. Because if you ever seen a Disney movie, to me, even though Disney does have all their problems with with wokeness and all the innuendos and things, especially these, the intentional things they're doing now and against our youth to try to persuade them. Um, as far as uh, being gay and all those types of things, and you notice in the movies that the parents always die and those things. And but, but putting that aside, uh, Disney—they're very uh, creative and artistic. I mean, you have uh, talking animals, um, dancing furniture, flowers, dancing trees, singing, all these types of things, and. Uh, Actuality, if you look through uh, the scripture, um, you actually see <laughs> some of those things mentioned um, in scripture about talking animals and talking furniture or chairs, which uh, kind of actually surprised me. It's a scripture in uh, Revelation chapter 19, verse 5. It actually talks about the throne of God talking and saying basically the the uh, the throne it says a voice came from the from the throne and uh if you look at uh revelation like whenever someone is talking it says it so like if it's an angel talking it says that or if it's uh father god talking it says that he is talking or if it's jesus talking it says that or if it's a person talking it says that but this particular scripture says that the uh the chair or the furniture the throne is talking and the throne is saying, "Praise, praise the Lord! <laughs> you know, lift up His name." Um, 
So that right there is, is very interesting. So we, when you see some of these movies, you're like, man, did, was they reading the book of Revelations or have they had some type of spiritual experience? Even uh, Jesus says, or, or in Psalms it says, uh, if the rocks, you know, if we hold our peace, that the rocks and things like that is going to, to cry out instead. And even science, scientists have proven here on Earth that the trees, that they that they cry, that they have voice. And this is all things that are uh, natural. And we know in Hebrews it says that uh, everything that is natural it, is is uh, made or designed after a, a spiritual pattern. So like we had here, they had the Jewish temple, which was actually designed that uh, David and Moses, you know, Solomon, they had the design or the blueprint of that temple because they had seen one in heaven. So that's how they would they create that. So a lot of these trees, plants, and all these types of things that we have here that we can view on earth, the building structures, well, they're, they come from a pattern or a design from, in heaven, which is much more glorious, much more holy, much more uh, magnificent, of course, in the, in the spiritual realm. And, and there have been testimonies, and, and the gentleman, uh, Dean Braxton, he said it, and then some other people actually said it, that when they were in heaven, that the grass was singing. <laughs> the uh, trees were singing. They were singing praises. Um to God, and I'm not really sure how that uh, functions or works or what that looked like because, of course, you know, I never died or went to heaven or I never was caught up to heaven like uh, Paul was caught up to heaven. And, uh, of course, John also, he was uh, caught up to heaven and able to write much revelation from what he was saying about things which are the things which uh, shall take place and all those those types of things that he was seeing, he was actually seeing what was going on on earth and heaven um, and the future and uh, what was going on presently. So um, I haven't had that experience, but from the scriptures that I have studied and then from the different testimonies I've seen from people. And then of course, some people on YouTube, they're saying things because they want a following and they want views and they probably actually have not, going to heaven um, or maybe they just had like a dream about heaven about what heaven what they want heaven to be like but there are people who I believe and they uh, back it up with different scriptures like the gentleman I, I seen and then it was another gentleman they talked about well scripture Hebrews talks about the great cloud of witnesses and basically how they're looking down upon us like I uh like we would watch TV or like we would watch someone on a football game or a basketball game or like being fans and a stand and we can basically see what's going on. Well, they were saying that occasionally that uh, people in, in heaven, um, saints who have passed, you know, they're able to almost be like an audience and seeing what's going down here on earth. You know, so you may have uh, a great-grandparent, great-grandmother, uncle, or someone like that that are actually uh, looking down upon earth, and they're looking at you, and they're cheering you on. Like, yes, 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 uh, witness to that person, (laughs) 
or do this do or do this good deed and they're cheering you on like they're watching like like you go watch a, a sporting game or a balling event uh they're watching you um because of course what what we're supposed to be doing as a believers as servants of the most high god um is uh serving others you know so like when when we open the door for someone or when we let someone in front of us or 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 help someone who's in need those are like scoring touchdowns and making basketball layups or slam dunks, you know, in heaven. Like people are like, yes, yes, do that, do that, you know. <laughs> um, it's, it's really exciting to us to be like, it might seem like something that's so mundane or so routine, you know, but those are things that our Father, our Father God, he actually looks highly upon. I've seen a tes- testimony of another young lady. She had actually um, – went to heaven, she had died and went to heaven, and she said that uh, she went into a movie theater, and it was her and Father God in the movie theater, and she could hear, you know, like how you hear the sound, uh, like the film rolling, like the film rolling, and then the screen comes up. Well, she said that's what happened. She heard, like, the, the sound of, like, the film rolling, and it was of her life. And a lot of times we're we're trying to, like, do these big things like Billy Graham speak before thousands of people or or millions of people, you know, on on television, like some of these different evangelists on TV. And God, for Father God, he has people in those positions to do those things. And we think because we're not doing that, that uh, it's very insignificant. We're not contributing much to the kingdom of God. But she was saying that uh, uh, our Father God, when he was doing her particular life, and he was showing those types of clips or highlights before, like when she uh, was helping someone, and she thought that no one was watch or or no one was watching. It was just her and the person who she was helping, and she wasn't, I guess, expecting to be rewarded or God necessarily watching her. But God, He uh, cherishes those moments, and He was very pleased. Um, during those times, what she was saying, and even in, in the Book of Psalms, it says. Uh, God um, holds all of our tears in a bottle. So, in a bottle, you know, He puts all our tears in the bottle. So, our, our Father God, He is watching every single thing, every single move. Not to, not to so much people want to be like, oh, God is watching like a checklist, you know, so that we're being judged. Like, oh, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. No, Him and heaven, they're watching because. Uh, Number one, they're they're cheering you on. They want to see you do these these righteous things, these good things to show the love of uh, what's going on in heaven down here on earth. Like your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is being done in heaven. And that's, again, the pattern that I talked about earlier, the pattern of the buildings, the pattern of the trees. Well, it's also a pattern within us, you know, that we are to uh, express um, as far as bringing heaven up there in the uh other realm or atmosphere down here to earth you know so um i think that's one thing that we should uh keep in mind as we uh go throughout the day not that the father god is making a checklist of everything we've done right or wrong but we want to do these things to please him but to please those who who are around us or just to help because we're supposed to be uh servants here on earth but also express 
heaven to all of those around us because we're basically giving people uh, a sneak preview or a glimpse of what goes on up there <laughs> and what goes up there on there because Jesus, of course, he is the ultimate servant. Remember, he was down here washing people's feet. Well, guess what? That doesn't stop. That didn't stop it down there. He still is serving people up there. He's probably like, I'm pretty sure he's the number one server in heaven. I mean, serving people at tables. Um, the gentleman was talking about in heaven, and I don't really have any scripture for this, but he was talking about that they have uh, banquets in heaven. So they have banquets in heaven. A lot of times we think, well, what what are we going to be doing in heaven? Well, we're hanging out with our, our family, our Lord. Like down here, we have friends or family, you know, like um, my mother or, uh, for example, or example, my son. You know, down here, he's he'll be my son, you know. But but um, up in heaven, well, we are brothers and sisters, you know. Or like um, me and Dorothy, we're we're we're, we're friends or friends, you know. But even down here, we're brothers and sisters. That's what we really are. But in heaven, we're we're family. We're like it's like it's like uh more like you know we heard the saying saying is a uh, blood thicker than water because people are saying well people like blood is supposed to be like family is supposed to be closer but then like a regular person that you may meet and be just become friends with you know but uh and heaven is saying well water blood no we have something even even more more thicker or more closer than that and uh, that that is our relationship with our heavenly father um, so there's a lot of, uh, fellowship and this, um, going on in heaven, just be, besides like the banquets. Okay. Like, oh, we don't have to, uh, eat because we have like, uh, our different body or spiritual bodies our immortal bodies. Well, right now, of course, they don't have their, uh, the eternal body, but they still have their spiritual body in heaven, according to what I understand about scripture. So they have their, um, eternal body but once once the rapture happened and the dead in christ will rise first that's talking about their bodies rising whether it's in the middle of the pacific ocean or like it's it's some cemetery in the middle of kansas you know their body's going to rise up and it's going to meet them with their spirit and it's going to connect on that on that glorious day at the seventh trumpet um the last trumpet when the rapture happens our body's going to be and it's going to be happening so fast we won't probably be able to see all the uh the details of the specifics of what's going on but people's bodies is going to be united and those who are those who are here of course their body is going to be translated to as we meet our uh savior and here but anyway i was talking about the bodies i said oh that's the bodies in heaven because we don't really down here on earth we need to eat food that like to sustain ourselves we need the nutrition you know even though a lot of it um, Montesanto and all them people, they try their best, you know, to take out all the nutrition and all the seeds out of it. But we need um, that nutrition down here. But um, in heaven, um, we're, we are not eating to be sustained. It's just like for enjoyment. You know, they, they said it's uh, like trees in heaven and they they give fruit. So they give fruit um, that people can eat. And they said that as the seasons change in heaven, 
it is different fruit that you can eat. <laughs> so there's so many, so many things, so many different testimonies from people who have uh, who have uh, died and and went to heaven. Dor- Dorothy, did you have anything to say before I go on? Go on. Um, I would say, um, you know, Cat Kerr, who talks with Steve Schultz on Elijah Stream every week, went to heaven, and she has such stories. I mean, there are things to do up there, fun things, and, you know, you could do whatever you really like to do. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I haven't been to heaven. Although I did have a dream of before I was born that I had a great big hug and I was being sent off by Jesus. So wow. that happened a yeah. long time ago. I still remember that the just the love in that dream was awesome. But, yeah, of um, course our our spirits, you know, the it comes from our spirit comes from our father, you know. Right. But, and uh, there are those who say that, that heaven is just, it's all around us and in us. It's just a different dimension that we can't really touch in these bodies, you know? Yeah. I know Father gives some people visions of it and dreams of it. and He gives us insights. Yeah, because it, it, in scripture, I think was it Jesus? I'm pretty sure it was Jesus. It's just the heaven, the kingdom of heaven is near you. It's in you, and I I don't think I've ever fully understood that verse. It's like one of those things that you take a little bite and you understand, and then you need another little bite and you understand a little more. Yeah. You know. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of depth in that statement, and I'd love to get to the bottom of it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think sometimes with uh, the the scriptures, it's always, like you're saying, like when we're trying to get to the depth of things, it's always always deeper. It's always more. But it's always, it's like you're taking, like, English 101, and you're taking English 102, and it's English 200. Like when you're in college or high school, you know, you're taking like the level to learn the more of the intricate details. And I believe that's the same thing with scripture and the same thing with heaven. And some people, they have like um, experiences like where they have dreams or they visions, they caught up. And I believe they they are seeing heaven and they have been in heaven, but it's like, but it's some, sometimes it seems like they contradict. But I believe that's because of uh two reasons, like maybe like two reasons. One of the reasons it, it probably contradicts is because Father God is showing like that person a different part of heaven. Like because people say, well, why didn't they see the same thing? Well, maybe Father God, he wanted them to see this and he, and Father God wanted this person to see this thing. And then sometimes uh, people see stuff, but we really don't know how to explain it in our English language. Like, like Paul said, you know, it's like things that he couldn't, or, or the apostle was things that he's seen in heaven that he couldn't really, really say or utter, you know, because it, I guess it was, it was, it wasn't really a, a way to say it or express it. 
and the language of man, like English or uh, Cantonese or whatever, or whatever the language is, um, you may speak it. That's really not a way to explain the uh, spiritual things to to our understanding how we how we think now. It's almost like uh, when I was um, taking my niece niece uh, on a trip across the country, and she was like, "How long is it going to take us to get there?" And I told her it's going to take like sixteen hours. It was coming from Missouri to Pennsylvania driving. And then we had got to uh, Illinois, which is the next state state over. And she was like saying, "Are we there yet?" <laughs> and we had only been <laughs> on, on, on a highway for two hours, but I had already told her it was sixteen hours. But she didn't understand it, even though I explained it to her. So sometimes I have to believe that's uh, how it is with the spiritual things, and even trying to understand heaven fully is a. Uh, this in the word it tells us, and then people come back with the different testimonies, and they're telling us. But okay, we we get more understanding each time, but it's still like, uh, are we there yet? <laughs> you know, so it's like in our in our mind and our understanding, we we still got it. Like you're saying, it's a it's a different depth and knowledge. And she didn't understand like how long the 16 hours was until she actually got there, and uh. Scriptures does says in the Corinthians um, that right now we see through a glass seal. We know in part, we prophesy in part, but when we're there, we're gonna know. <laughs> so it's like, like it's almost like we gotta live through it, you know. It's almost like a a, a training, a training process, a school, school um, that that we're going through, learning about many things, but also. In particular, we're learning about this this place, this spiritual place called heaven. And we know in, uh, in the end of Revelation, it says that our Father, he's actually going to make it a new heaven and new earth. <laughs> so that right there is going to be interesting in itself. So like when he, because it says that, uh, that the old earth and the old heavens, it passes away. So I'll just, I'm just kind of wondering, like, you know, like, uh, I guess when you um like is there like a transition period like where where are we gonna be be at? Are we gonna be in some other dimension or like we are we gonna have like one foot in a new heaven and, and or in the old heaven and the old earth and then the other foot is gonna be like, Okay, you can board down to the new one and then you just step your foot over, you know, like you get in on one boat or one bus to another bus. I I don't know. I don't know what, what what that is, but I know like all this stuff that we see now, and all these trees we have here. People talk about global global warming and climate change, and the, and the comet hitting the Earth and ending the Earth and the nuclear war ending in all the Earth. Well, guess what? The Bible just says that's not how how this is going to end. The Earth is not going to end like that. I mean, it might be nuclear wars and the comet could hit the Earth, but it's not. None of that stuff is going to destroy the Earth. It may like damage it, but it's not going to stop it from spinning and spinning around and all those types of things um, because the Bible says that how the earth ends uh, is when it, when the Father says it's going to end, when he when he takes away and when he's ready to bring in the, uh, the new things, the new, the new heaven and new earth, as it says uh, at the end of Revelation. So all these people like this on the news is trying to scare you about the global warming and the climate control. I mean, there, there are things that we can do 
to, to take care of the planet better. There are things that we can do. Recycling and just just other things. But despite of all that and despite man uh just and not every man, but we have people who are who are running our societies and our governments and our big businesses and they don't really care. They just kinda like really trashing the earth. You know, they destroying it. Um there's a scripture in Psalms that says the highest heaven belongs to the Lord, but the earth he is given to men for right now, you know, so we kind of like, it's basically like a, a house that we have and our father God is like, okay, this house is mine, but you could, this room over here, this is your room. You're responsible for it. So <laughs> that's kind of like um, what, have, what earth is like now, you know, we, we kind of like uh, here, down here, and we are responsible for it. Um, what goes on in it, but sometimes we're not in those positions where we can control or tell the government what to do or what these corporations what to do. And we see, like, in some countries, like, it's just so horrible. Like, in China, there's days where it's just, you can't see the sun because of all the factories and the smog, and they don't have a lot of regulations, and they just really don't care about the people. And there's some, some like that also here not just there in China, I'll just use them as an example, but it's not as extreme here. But we have those same things happening over here with our government. They're poisoning the rivers. I mean, the rivers, I'm sure they wasn't all dirty mud like that all the time. They probably used to be as blue as um, the oceans, you know, that we see. So we have a responsibility to take care of that. Dorothy, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, you know, I'm really starting to feel my age lately. Uh, when I grew up, we were taught conservatism, but not this stuff they're teaching now. It was just we learned about ecosystems and how they worked and how the trees were beneficial in cleaning the air. I mean, remember Johnny Appleseed? You know, mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing I was taught. And now they're teaching a bunch of nonsense. And the zoning board here messed up our property because they didn't have a clue about ecosystems. And they told the guy that put in the septic system to fill up the dug well. Well, that well had been fed by a stream for over 250 years. So when they filled the well, the stream moved. And now my front steps are falling down because that's where the stream moved to, you know. Oh, wow. But the people don't think anymore. They don't make the connections that, you know, even if you look at your wells and you look at the way Father designed the water filtration system. I know we have our sewage treatment plant, but Father had a had a great idea. You know, he does different layers yeah. of different uh, minerals and sand and soils, and that filters your water. But nobody knows yeah. these things anymore. They want to put chemicals in everything and yeah, it's uh, it's all like intentional 
plan by design. You know, there's so many things they they could do differently, but then they they uh, they some of the knowledge that um, some of our forefathers, ancestors, you know, had it's still kind of there, but they kind of like buried it and hidden it. Things that we can do to reverse a lot of this. Um, things that are going on with the atmosphere and the trees and all we have these extinct animals because of and the bees and they're intentionally <laughs> trying to uh destroy things, you know. Intentionally and, and how many people know that you can tell if it's really going to rain because the trees turn the leaves upside down. <laughs> <laughs> They do pay yeah. attention next time. You don't always have to listen to the meteorologist. Look at the trees. They tell yeah. you. Yeah, it's it's just so so many things that we that we just lost, you know. Like we used to be more in, in tune with nature, like even like you know how the birds and the animals I I heard they know like when a storm is coming also and they know even like mm-hmm. when like a a, a hurricane, you can see their actions and people used to look at those things like, oh, the animals is doing this. So they can, or the, the wind pattern, or like you're saying, like the trees is doing this. Um, but we're so just dependent on some, basically someone else telling us something. Like a person, instead of like seeing how nature is responding um, and how we're supposed to like, oh, okay, this tree is doing this. Oh, okay, so this is about to happen or this is about to happen. And they don't want us to be they 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 want us to be dependent on them and their system and when we get focused on them and their system we actually forget about like the patterns. The patterns like the yeah. patterns of nature and the patterns like, Oh, well then it's more it's more like okay, this, this tree it, it could it could I mean, how how many years did it take to evolve like that? No, somebody actually intelligently designed that <laughs> or uh, our father guy, you know, he he actually intelligently designed those things to respond like that. And that's because he has the same some of the same things of course, you know, going on in heaven. So he just like kinda like duplicated it down here. Except to uh not as uh I w I don't want to say not as creative but it's is not maybe not as whole or not as not as uh complete or not as um healed or 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 it's, i guess complete not as complete um or and perfection because everything here is not in i guess we're we're not and this world is not in perfection but heaven everything is uh perfect everything, everything is, is fall everything fell in the fall yes yeah. The, the fall affected yeah. everything, and we have just lost so much knowledge. I mean, watch the bird feeders. When a storm is coming, those birds just suck it all down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> or even even the cats, even though they're domesticated, if they're, if it's going to get cold or going to be a storm, they will suck their food down. All of a sudden, you're going, wait a minute, I just filled this bowl. Where'd it go? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, the, uh, speaking of the birds, one thing I um, 
and I, which I, I always knew or understood it, that uh, people were like, well, are there are animals in heaven. Well, of course, we definitely know there are animals in heaven because as many different creatures mentioned in uh, Revelation, but also um, Jesus comes back on an animal. <laughs> he comes back on yeah. a horse's head. Uh, I think it's Revelation 16, he comes back. On a horse, so there's many animals in heaven. But some people are wondering, like, well, if my animal that I had down here that passed away, are they in heaven? And I want to, I want to say, yeah. I mean, I don't know specifically, or I don't have any um, scripture or anything like that to support it. But I have, I mean, people say that in the different testimonies that they, they, that their animal was up there waiting for them. And I believe, I know, I believe, like any animal that's here is definitely probably. Um, up in heaven, this in this uh, glorified state, you know. So. I, be, I believe that too. I believe our pets are in heaven. I'm going to have so many cats up there, a few <laughs> dogs, but mostly cats, you know. Yeah, I heard uh, someone said you know, because they was not really good, but but the daughter was not really good with the, the fish. But they they said they're going to have a whole lot of goldfish up in heaven. <laughs> so. <laughs> because she kept on getting it, get it over. She was trying her best to take care of them, you know, because she liked them, but it didn't ever work out a whole lot of time. So they were saying, well, she's got a whole lot of goldfish in heaven. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. I remember I had a goldfish that I used to put my hand in the bowl and he would swim into my hand. He was oh, a good wow. fish. Then I thought he needed some company. And I got him some company, and they ate him. <laughs> so, oh, no. oh, no. Well, I'll, I'll close. I'm, well, I don't want to close off with the, the sad goldfish thing. But, <laughs> but uh, well, I think what the, main, the main thing I want, I guess, people to, to take from this lesson is that heaven is a place that we're going to, and the people are, who have passed away, they're there right now. They're doing more things probably that we're doing here on this earth, you know, um, as far as what they're doing up in heaven. But also that heaven is not just a place up there, um, and it's not just some uh, galaxies and universes that you're looking at, but also you can bring heaven down here to earth by uh, helping people by little deeds that you may consider insignificant, like you're not like I mentioned earlier, you're not preaching like Billy Graham or something, something like that. But if you're helping someone push the cart in a grocery store or or letting someone go ahead of you, things like that, th- those are ways that you are bringing the kingdom of heaven down here to um, this this earth. And I'm telling you right now that people could use that with everything that's going on in the news. A lot of times, these people. You know, there are some people I believe they're MK Ultra and all that kind of stuff and mind control, subliminal messages. But then you have people that are doing things, um, maybe not on that level, but on other levels, and they're doing it because they think no one cares, no one's paying attention. Um, so you might be that person in their life for that day, and you may not have realized that you even did that thing. <laughs> you know, that you did something, something so little to turn that person a little way the other way and then someone else comes into them and they keep them on that path, you know, um, towards the, ult- the ultimate goal is having a, a relationship with our Father through uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, did you kind of 
keep on tilting them and pointing them in that way. A lot of times we think we, of course, it's always good to pass out tracks and witness and and get the word, but don't beat them on top of the head, <laughs> you know, with the Bible, like they say. You know, but sometimes people just need those little those little things, you know. So, yeah. so uh, yeah, we can I'll, we can talk Bible without even speaking the old English, and just there's so many ways to get across to people scripture without beating them over the head with scripture, just talking normal. Yeah, and, just and, talking normal. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like sometimes some people try to talk to people, and like they preach, they like it's almost like they're preaching to them, and they start using those vows and these, and like, why are you doing? Why are you doing that to this person? You know, it's like you, you like preaching, preaching like you're supposed to be just talking, but you like preaching and using all this all this stuff. And like, no, <laughs> yeah, it's people. We can get so, so, some people can get so, so religious, you know, so traditional. It's just, yeah. We need to get out get out of those, uh, the boxes, out of those religious type things, you know. Well, so let me close out with a uh, prayer. I'd like to thank everyone for um, listening and tuning in. Um and as you have like a comment, feel free to leave the comment down there in uh, the different forums. If you want us to talk about something, we can talk about a, a particular topic. Um, but uh, let me go ahead and close the prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace and mercy. Father, we thank you for the promises of your word, Father Lord. We thank you for the promise of uh, our, our future hope, as it says in Philippians 3.20, our promise of heaven our citizenship, Father. And Father, Lord, teach us, Father, how to bring heaven every day, Father, Lord, to all of those around us, Father, even to the little critters and animals and creeping things around us, Father, um, if if that is possible, Father. Um, Our neighbor, Father, Lord, um, our co-worker, our bosses, Father, show us, Father, Lord, and help us to um, be attuned to your word we thank you for your uh, your goodness, your grace, and your mercy, and your son. We ask for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Shamir. That was lovely. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will I will talk to you next week. All right, I'm looking forward to it. So good night, everybody, and Father bless. Good night.